What? Okay. All right. It's 10.02. You're listening to 94.1 KSLG FM, Hinesville, Eureka, Arcata. Streaming and podcasting at KSLG.com. And back in August, Sheree, you and I were co-hosting issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, this story came up. Out of Florida, there was a tattoo convention. And the Broward... Palm Beach New Times, they were there covering the convention, Uh and there was a writer who just happened upon this woman at the time known as Maria Louise Del Rosario, who was receiving a tattoo on her anus, Mm -hmm. and that is something we we talked about just because it seemed rather curious, and it gained a lot of attention. It's interesting. It is. No, it it is. It is. Uh, Well, for me, in, in my world, this is something that, again, I paid attention to, and so I reached out to this woman. And she was kind enough to speak to me on the phone about uh, why she had uh, done this. You can find that online. I'll post a link to that earlier discussion about why she, one would do this. Because it, first of all, it sounds terribly painful. I mean, I'm very tattooed. I can tell you. They, they don't feel awesome. But even just uh, now, you've had experiences uh, with uh, ne- needles uh, on your skin. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's going to cause some pain. And uh, just being who I am, uh, I'm familiar that the uh, anus is a rather tender area. So the idea, Oh, you have oh, one too. I do. Okay. And the idea that I would actually put a needle in that vicinity is not happening. But Maria, being hardcore, she took care of that. And again... She, uh, at the time when we spoke, uh, talked about uh, this was uh, the beginning of something, and she had, I don't want to call it a band at the time, but she was involved with music, and she was going to get involved with modeling, and that was a plan. Now, the, the months passed. I've not heard from Maria, uh, now Lila, Lila, forgive me, uh, and then suddenly, just on Friday, she called me. I was very excited about this. By the way, so was I. Yeah. I I'm always I, excited. I've been, I've, I've been curious about what's going on with her, yeah. What, in, I actually am. Yeah. I'm being quite serious about that. And then so when she called, I, I was taken aback because when I first heard the message, I was like, who is this? And then she said the word anal tattoo. And I said, Boom. Maria. Clicks. Okay. So. You don't mistake that. Now, on the phone from Florida is Lila. And Lila, you had uh, changed your name shortly after the Maria anal tattoo episode. So, But now you are Lila Louise Morena. Good morning, Lila. No, no, Good morning. No, no. The, the way it was, I changed my name when I was 19 years old when I first got the tattoo originally. Okay. So I went back to Maria, and then I decided to go back to Lila again because my parents named me Maria, and I don't feel they deserve to give me my name that I have to go around with for the rest of my life when they wanted to throw me away. So I threw the name they gave me away with it. Okay. Now, at the time when you and I spoke... You were talking about, of course, this uh, instant fame that you received because of this video that the uh, Broward Palm Beach New Times had uh, printed. Uh, well, I'm sorry, shot and then posted online. And you, at the time, were talking about things coming together. And so where are you now? I mean, and I'm not talking about your physical location, but in, in your life, what has happened to you over the last several months? Well, see, like the whole modeling and then the singing and my creative side, that was all a hobby. That was something I did for fun, but my career, I'm a mechanic, and I work every day. I come home. I pay my bills like every normal person. I don't really go out to clubs and get wasted. Like, that's not the life I live, but the way people saw me, they assumed that, and, like, looks are deceiving, and you can't judge a book by its cover, but that's what everybody did. Like, they truly don't know the real me. So when I got all that attention, I was overwhelmed by it, and I'm a 
like, quiet, keep-to-myself person, live my one-one, and I just go to work and come home. And then with all this attention just jumping on me, it, it scared the crap out of me. So I, uh, my, my bodyguard, who was a very good friend of mine, and I met him actually being a bodyguard at one of my friend's, like, private house parties, he had given me a knife to protect myself when he wasn't around. But I was on felony probation, and I'm not allowed to have any weapons, not even mace. So I'm like, okay, so how do I defend myself? I got to punch somebody in order to defend myself? So it was stupid. But the the cops kept messing with me, asking me what I was doing, because I quit my job. I got bored, and then I was like, I want to work. So I posted up on the sidewalk with signs saying free car wash, and if they were going to tip me, I was going to donate that money to whatever charities. I didn't want it. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm happy broke. Like, I can sleep in my car and scrape up some change to get a McChicken or something, but I ended up, uh, I, I kind of went a little crazy. Like, I was overwhelmed, too much pressure, and the last time the police confronted me, I was screaming at my landlord, and he called me um, a female dog, and I'd rather be called the C-word than the B-word, okay. and I lost it. I started screaming at him, and he has a friend who was a lieutenant who approached me, and as he was approaching me, coming across the street, I pulled up my long white skirt, pulled out my knife that I had tied around my leg on a piece of the American flag, put it on the ground, backed away, and I said, I surrender. Like, just take me. Okay. Now, you just covered a lot of ground there, but now you surrendered, <laughs> and then uh, and then you were arrested? Yeah, like, the I figured they would uh, cooperate with me because I was cooperating, but because I was going crazy, screaming, and I wouldn't calm down, they decided to violate me for probation. And when I went to jail, they thought I was really crazy because I was screaming, like, banging my head on the windows and stuff and booking. But I did it for a reason. Why? Like, in booking, you got to sit there for, uh, like, six hours for them to process you to get into the system. So I figured, you know what, if I put on a freak show and start screaming and banging my head, I got butt naked in the holding cell. And they ended up taking me immediately, and uh, it it was all done intentionally, so I didn't have to sit around waiting. I wanted to go lay down and go to sleep. I was exhausted. But in in retrospect, do you see that as a a mistake, or was was the goal achieved and you would do that again? No, no, well, if it happened again, I don't know if I would do it again, but I don't regret anything I do. It all happens for a reason, and it worked out for the best. If we could just go back for a second, why were you on felony probation? Um, Okay, well, the the one guy tattooed on me, Rockwood, he had a pill habit, and he was on probation. So he would give me all these random items to go pawn for him because he didn't have an ID. And I pawned them for him, and I was in trouble for it. I'm busy. Shut the door. Okay, well, he can wait. Okay, well, hang on, because you are currently employed, in all seriousness, I don't want you to lose your job. Was that your boss? No, 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 that's my bodyguard. Like, we're at the, I told you, we're at the, um, we're at the place getting a rent a car because, uh, he messed up the hood and the windshield, but uh, they're like, oh, the tow truck's here, he wants to take the truck, but they can wait. Okay. Like, no, I appreciate that. But I'm sorry, uh, I'm really trying to wrap my head around this, but so you said that your car was damaged in some way, What? Who? and your bodyguard did that? Or wh- why, why do you still have no, a bodyguard? No, this, this is his truck, but I claimed it, but 
Damn, I don't know. If it gets windy right now, I'm really sorry because I got to get out of my truck so the tow truck can take it away. But uh, a lot going on. Okay. Yeah, my life's crazy. There's never a dull moment, so well, it drives me insane. Okay. But I'm getting used to it. I'm loving it. But oh. there's so much more that's happened just recently being out of jail for the last two weeks of my life, and I was in jail for three months, and I practically read the entire Bible while I was in jail, and it was uh, it was a awakening for me to realize things that I didn't know and see things in a better point of view. But so are you going to uh, follow Jesus uh, and, and start going to church and implement that in your life? Yeah, I went I went to church last um, on, on Sunday, and then I went to church on Christmas Eve, and I actually, I went to church dressed a little, um, I guess, not appropriate for church. Like, I wasn't wearing, like, a suit or anything or a nice fancy dress. I walked into church wearing the long, white, net-looking skirt I got arrested in. And a seashell bra that I made with my jean jacket that has Metallica on the back. How was that received? They accept me just as I am. They don't Good. judge me. They love me. Now, again, just because at the time we spoke, uh, there was this idea that you were going to use this notoriety to move your career forward. And at the time, that seemed to involve modeling and then some music. And you had uh, said earlier when we first started talking that that was just a hobby. But what... Uh, where is that now, and do you view things as still being on track? I realize that three months in jail, that was a bit of a bump in the road, but how, how are you doing now? Are things okay? Is your life moving in a direction that you prefer? Well, see, what I did was I went to uh, I went to Tampa. I violated my probation but didn't really violate because they didn't get me in trouble for it. But I went to Tampa to a radio station up there. Um, it's actually on like satellite radio and they hooked me up with a tattoo artist to color in the tattoo. And then we had uh, a camera crew there like with real deal cameras, not some tiny little thing to get so a So you've Walmart. had the, the anus tattoo so, worked on recently? Huh? You've had the anus tattoo worked on recently? Yeah. Um, like right before I was locked up. But uh, I had it done at the expo and then I had to color it in because at the expo they just blacked it out. How did that go? And then... Um, it was actually awesome. I was in a video that's all over YouTube. I was wasted on Jaeger. Everybody thinks I was wasted on everything else in the world but alcohol. But I was wasted on Jaeger, and I'm not much of a drinker, so that's the results of it. And then uh, when I went to Tampa, I was bone dry sober on the plane, water, there, water, after, water. And uh, it's actually a pretty cool video. It's, it's very entertaining. Well, like, I've seen it. I was live on the radio in the studio um but naked nice. <laughs> and uh i had a belt around my neck telling them code words like i think it was fish and taco one was to hold the thing around my neck tighter and one was to release it but i never said the words because i didn't need it and uh i pretty much i took the pain like a champ well, and sure. we're actually working on making a website to have it paid for and not just give it away for free on YouTube. Okay, so hang on. So that's the current plan, because I'm, I'm really trying to understand the timeline here. So, But you went down to this other radio station down there, and then they were going to, again, have some sort of uh, tattoo work or something like that. But I'm a little fuzzy on... Uh, so that happened, and then you're... I'm just trying to understand what happened after that initial sort of explosion of popularity. So... Just try to walk me through that. So you went to this other radio station, and then there was this attention that you were receiving. Uh, but th- but then what happened? 
what happened when after I went well, to Tampa? Yeah, exactly. So then you're there, and then uh, things are hot for several weeks, and then did things die down, or I guess mainly? No, it, it never died. The only reason it died down was because I went to jail, and everybody thought I died. Like, and then when they realized just recently, when I popped back up on Facebook, they're like, "Oh my God, she's alive." Which is good. And now they're all, uh, they, they want to continue, I guess, making this go farther and bigger but, and better. But who are these people? And are they looking out for your best interests? Do you know these people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, are are well, they, they friends? Or? The, the camera crew The camera crew that was there, the, the guy that shot the video, him and his brother have been helping me out lately. Like, I got out of jail, and I was staying with my bodyguard. Me and him got into a fight, and he... Uh, well, I guess I kind of kicked myself out, and then they hooked me up with a hotel room for a whole week, and then I ended up trashing the room with uh, silly string and, like, alcohol. <laughs> I poured wine all over the sheets. Like, I was pretty much partying like a rock star. I went to a bar, like, right around the corner, and I was bone-dry sober, dancing around with toilet paper, and then I got kicked out of the bar. And then I went to the casino, and I was wearing a bikini top, and they told me to cover it up. So I did for a minute, and then when I was walking out, I took it off again. And they're like, you need to put it back on. And I'm like, no, I don't, because I'm leaving. So I kicked myself out of the casino while security was following me, and then I flipped my cigarette back at them. Like, I've pretty much been partying like a rock star. Like, it's been going a little crazy. Now, is that actually working? Do you, are, are things sort of stable now, or does it seem sort of out of control in your mind? And again, I'm just trying to understand where you are well, it's, mentally. It's, it's high and cold. It's up and down and all around. Like, it's one day I'm normal, one day I'm crazy. Like, I guess if a doctor diagnosed me, he'd say I was bipolar and maybe even schizophrenic and ADHD, but I don't care. I, I think it's fun. It makes me feel alive. Sure. And, but uh, is, is it working uh, as far as you can tell? Because you, uh, if you still have a bodyguard, so there's money coming in, and you're a working mechanic, so things are on track for the most part? Yeah. Like, when I went to the beach the other day, I was... Uh, <laughs> I went a little crazy at the beach. It was pretty fun, though. I had black uh, mascara written all over my cheeks, looking like tears. I was dancing on the beach, rapping to Eminem, and uh, it, it was quite entertaining. But then after the beach, I... Uh, where we were parked, there was an old lady and her husband, and I guess he had Parkinson's and something else, and just the belly pan underneath their car hit the parking stop and broke off. And I asked her, I was like, what's wrong? And then I looked at it, I got underneath the car in my bikini, I told them, I'm a mechanic, don't worry about it. I took one nut off of, uh, one nut and bolt off of one place and put it on another just to hold it up temporarily and told them, like, you're good to make it home for now, but you gotta have a few more nuts and bolts put on here to hold it up. And, uh, she ended up, like, giving me $20 for doing it, and I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, it was Christmas, like, the day before Christmas, and I was like, no, 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 like, I don't want it. And then she started crying, like, thanking me, saying that, like, explaining the problems she had with her husband and stuff, and it just made me feel like an awesome person to be able to help somebody with something so little just because I have the skill to do it, and I got that skill all on my own by working on my, I guess, POS Camaro that everybody says, like, 
I love my car. There's nothing wrong with my car. Like, I got it for 500 bucks. Right. Everything wrong with it, the drive shaft, the, the clutch kit. <clears throat> Lila? Like, all right. All right. Just, all just, of it, I've done myself. And by the way, that's impressive. But you had mentioned earlier that there is this idea of having a website, and you're hoping to actually profit or monetize the video. Uh, and I'm assuming you're talking about the video that the Broward uh, Palm Beach New Time shot. Is, is that the video you're talking about that you're hoping to, to turn into some cash? No, no, no. no. The, the way, all right, the way Palm He's, Beach New I, Time... Right. They chopped up that video to make it look horrible. They left up so much important, fun stuff to the video. I was like, come on, Mike, why would you leave out the good stuff? You made it seem like I'm crazy. And then I was only on the video for like two seconds anyways. The rest of it was sure. them talking, whatever crap they wanted to talk. But uh, then it- when I went to Tampa, can you please lower the radio? I'm... I'm yeah, thank you. Um, okay, so then I went to Tampa, and then the video that they shot was me at the radio station, and then we're putting that on a website. I think the one that they made at first, which is not going to be the final one, but it's tattoomybh.com, but that's just a preview to see what the real deal is going to be about. But the real one is not up yet, and I think I'm pretty sure it's bhgirltattoo.com. And, and who is doing guess, that? Is this, uh, again, a trusted colleague in your life, or is this a pornographer, or who is this? There are people that I met just flying up to Tampa. Okay, and, and you have some sort of contract where you can actually gain money from this? Or are you, are, who's, who's looking out for you, is my question, Lila. Who's, who's sort of really on your team? Um, who's on my team? Well, the, the you have a cameraman okay. that shot the video. He's helping me out. Like the radio station, they they love me. They, they they I can call them up right now and they'll be there for me if I need anything. Like they flew me up there on their expense. Like like I got a lot of people looking out for okay, me. Good. The the tattoo artist up there too. Um, he he will help me out if I need anything. Like he wants to continue doing more work on me and he does it all to me for free. So I'm basically I don't have to pay for another tattoo as long as I live, but I I'm addicted to tattoos, so I did pay for two tattoos when I got out of jail. I, uh, the fairy on my lower back, I actually colored in her wings with uh, black light colors, and then my jailhouse tattoo that I drew in jail because I can draw too. Um, I got that on my foot, and it's it looks like an infinity symbol, but it's a heart, and one's cracked open and one's full, and the one that's full says forever, and then the cracks and the other ones spell out Lila. By the way, how oh, it, by the way, how was jail? Because for me, I think that I, I could I could survive that. But uh, did anything happen within jail that was shocking to you, or were you yeah, beaten up or sexually awesome. assaulted or anything like that? I actually I awesome. got beat up by a deputy you did. for drawing a giant cross on the wall with a rose wrapped around it, and then a bunch of Bible verses. And then the next morning, she had a bunch of trustees come in scrubbing the wall while I'm hugging on to my Bible curled in a ball. She was beating on me, but I let it go. I didn't file a grievance. I, I pretty much told her, you know what deserved that beating and I took it like a champ and then I had uh, two inmates that were pretty much jealous of me because uh, my phone never turned off and I had commissary like crazy and they were pissed off that I wouldn't share with them or make three-way calls and if I made three-way calls I'd lose my phone privileges so I'm not going to lose that to make a phone call so hang a second you had a phone in jail you had a cell phone in jail no 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 the the pay phone okay okay but you have to pay for it. Like you have to have somebody on the outside put money on it for you. So I had my phone on for three months, and I would literally, like, talk on the phone for 30 minutes. When the time ended, I'd pick it right back up 
over and over again. I pretty much like had fifty dollars every two days put on that phone for me for three months. Oddly enough, I recently and, uh, had to do that with a friend. Huh? Oddly enough, I recently had to do that with a friend. It gets really expensive. They want these fifty dollars credits or something like that. It it, it adds up. But the uh, the whole jail experience that is something that you will not repeat. Are you? Well, clearly you're probably still on some sort of probation because you just got out. And well, yes. Well, see, last year when I was in jail for getting this charges all put on me, I spent my birthday in jail. This year, I spent my birthday in jail, and just joking around, I don't know if I'm really going to do it, but I was like, you know what, I want to get arrested on my birthday by getting wasted, and then I'll pull, like, a Will Ferrell move and go streaking down the street, and I'll get arrested for public intoxication and indecent exposure don't do on that. my birthday, just no, to don't. be like, oh, in your face. That right there is a bad plan, and now I view you as somebody... Yeah, I know, but it no. was funny. Well, sure, <laughs> well, it's funny, but it, John, I mean, you could get arrested, uh, well, in theory. I mean... Uh, but, uh, but now, you are somebody who calls me, and I, I need you to sort of stay okay and it sounds to me like things are a little chaotic but i mean do you uh anticipate well come on you're in your early 20s i did a lot of crazy things too but you're taking it to a whole did new you, level what well, kind of crazy things not like this uh-huh. uh, i mean this is oh yes i made some mistakes but well i mean do you think that uh things again are on track that's what i'm, I'm hoping to hear from you that things are moving in a direction where you're going to stay out of jail and you'll stop John's very worried about you lila what we want to hear is that you are going bit. to make better choices and stay alive for us well, see, like, everybody keeps saying they're worried about me. Like, well, don't I'm not, have no, to no. worry about me. I'll be okay. Oh, I've always been okay. No, and, and please don't misunderstand me. I'm, I'm just trying to just convey the idea that uh, I, 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 I do want you to be okay. And uh, sort of hard living can catch up with you eventually. Oh, no, you can, you can call me anytime you want to call me. I'll always have my phone on hand. Okay. All right. But now, right now, when can people expect to see the website functioning and if they want to go there? And how much would they have to charge? Uh, how much are you charging to, to watch this? I wasn't, I guess, clear on how much that, because they're the ones putting it all together. I'm not the one putting it together. I'm just the one that's in it and going to spread it to the world to let people aware of it. But I think I overheard him say something like twenty nine ninety nine, and I'm like, dude, that's, $30. that's ridiculous. Come on. Yeah, I, I would not pay that. Like honestly, so like a I would charge a dollar. <laughs> I would charge one dollar. A dollar, sure, and then that can add up. I mean, you have someone like uh, Louis C.K. who uh, has uh, this, uh, of course, very successful. Oh, nine ninety nine. Okay, well, no, my no, bodyguard no. just informed me that it was nine ninety nine. But, but I would charge a dollar because the, the dollar, video on YouTube dollars. got Do the dollar thing. seven million hits in two weeks. So if I charge a dollar, that's seven million dollars. But at the time, see, the thing of it was, at the time, you had this built-in publicity machine surrounding just, oh, who knows the way the Internet works. Suddenly, you got some steam going. But right now, how will you, how will you create that buzz again? That's the problem, Lila, as I see it. Oh, I created it just by, the same way I did it before. I'm living my life and doing my own thing. Well, and perhaps, if uh, the, the, well, I still happen to be at the right place at the right time to catch it, like... Well, could you have some more work done in your anus or what? I mean, and that's a serious thing here because that's what you're known for now. When you type in anal tattoo, that's you through Google. So, but how do you actually capitalize on that? How do you focus on that and then take it to the next level? Well, my plans to take it to the next level are, uh, I guess, they're, they're, they're a secret for that. I have no, plans. No, I want to know. Come I've on, Lila. all along. Come on, Lila, what are you thinking about? Tell me what it is. Please, come on. You called me, and I really appreciate it. I'll give you an idea. Like, my modeling, like, I have 6,000 pictures on my laptop, and they're all very tasteful. Like, 
I call them like implied arts, fine arts. They're not like anything you'd see in Hustler or Playboy where I'm spread eagle showing you what I got. Like they're very classy and tasteful and they're breathtaking. Like there's little bits and pieces on Facebook, but the ones that are Facebook approved. And I'm on Model Mayhem. I actually do have my own website that I put up about two years ago, Beautiful Disasters, because disaster was taken. But, uh, I got to work on that website again because it went down, but I paid for it to be back up for another three oh, years. Oh, sure, you can so handle that. But so it seems to me like up. the world right now that you're looking at is porn. That's the plan. No, 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 no. no. Well, I if mean, I ever, softcore if or I porn. If I ever do that, like, I was, if I was going to do something like that, I would have done it already. I would have been doing it. But I've never worked at a strip club. I've only made one porno with Vince, the original <clears> Hold on, hold on. You, you've made a, a pornographic film. Yeah, but it was for our personal use. Like, for when we fool around, we can watch ourselves instead of all these garbage videos you buy at an adult store. So there's nowhere, it's but, not public, we can't find it. Yeah, no, he, he's the only one with a copy of it, because the Who's copy he? I had, I broke in half. Who is this he? Vince, the original tattoo. Oh, I see. So, yeah, th- he's probably going to end up selling that video and making millions off of it. You might really want to capitalize care. on that. Like, it's going to happen. You might as well, you know, get a piece of the pie. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. I, I might know. as well just tell him, you know what, here's the permission. I'm not even going to sue you. Like, I don't even want to cut. Just do it. Well, but my I mean, intention is now, because everybody keeps asking me, oh, are you going to make a porno? The only way I will make a porno is if it's me and my box of toys. Other than that, I don't need a fool to be my tool, like... No, I don't need that. No, no guy wants to see some other guy messing around with me. They want to see me doing it by myself. Like that's I'd conceivable. See me doing it by myself. Now, just keep in mind because. I, I would never encourage someone to enter the world of pornography, but clearly it's very lucrative, so mm-hmm. that's an option, I suppose. But just be careful, because you'll meet a lot of shady characters who will take uh, advantage of you and treat you in a way that you might later regret. And I, I, but again, I don't mean to seem as though I'm uh, judging those who are in the world of porn. I've spoken to them many year, uh, times over the years, but I'm, I'm a little concerned that if you're not prepared for it, it could come back to haunt you. Uh, I mean, is that something... Well. Quite frankly, I'm looking at your Facebook page, so you're not concerned about your body. So uh, that is being uh, visible to the world, and you had an anus tattoo. So I think you're already pretty far down the road. But, uh, I mean, is that – so how how close are you to doing hardcore? And you're like si- hardcore, like – Well, uh, sure, because I think people like, sort of drift into that world like many things. Okay, I'll do this. I'll uh, perhaps masturbate and film it. But then suddenly, okay, I can make more money doing this. You're saying that's completely off the table. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't know if it's my phone, but everything just, like, crackled up and stuff. Okay, but right now, can you still hear me? Are you still there, Lila? Oh, my God, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Uh, More (laughs) or less, Lila. Okay, well, uh, how about now? Lila, are you still with us? Lila? Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, well, well, I guess in conclusion, so, but I'm just wondering how close you are to actually doing hardcore, and you're saying that's not an option, but I just want to know, are you saying just flat out that's never going to happen? Well, no, it could happen because, like, like, uh, like Rihanna's song says, chains and whips excite me. Like, I-, I don't mind any of that. Like, you can literally, on my bare bottom, take a belt and spank me as hard as you can, and I'll look back and say, harder. Okay. Like, I love pain. I absolutely love pain. Well, be careful, please. And, uh, and, and again, I'm not worried about you. You seem as though things are reasonably okay. But would you just call me back when things move forward a little bit, and then we'll just see where you are? 
Um, yeah, like okay. uh, I'll call you um, sure. next year. Next year? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's a, uh, that, uh, that's a good plan. That's cute. Well, thank you, Lila. I really appreciate you giving me a call, okay? All right, no problem. Good Anytime. to talk to you, Lila. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Good luck. Uh, all right. That is uh, Lila. Louise Morietti, formerly known as Maria Louise Del Rosario, and you can find out more about her online. Just type in anal tattoo and you will find her. <coughs> anal tattoos, they're a, a gateway drug, apparently, to, to bigger and better things. And as you mentioned beforehand, you have had uh, many tattoos. I have many tattoos. You I do, do. You, yeah. And but that is not something that you would consider an anal tattoo. Sure. Well, I mean, there it's an aesthetic thing, you know. For me, it's something that I want you to be able to see, you know, um, because I'm. And that would be whatever my just issues are. for you. So the anal that, tattoo. Right. I mean, I can't see my own anus. So what's the point of that? I mean, I could. I just prefer not to. I would have to think that on you there are certain tattoos that are not visible to the whole world. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are some that are... Which, by the way, sounds horribly judgmental. I'm just saying... And I'm, you I, are a monster, John. I'm just saying, I, based yeah. on the number of tattoos that you have, <laughs> I'm fairly confident that somewhere there's something that others can't see. Sure, yeah. There are some that are hidden. There's one in my mouth for some stupid reason. That's right. I remember that. You yeah, that. I mean, you know, I can't judge Lila. And I wouldn't judge Lila. Well, I'm not judgmental. Not. No. But I... I say, you know, I can't see the this area. I can't see inside my mouth all the time either. But I don't know. The things that we do for notoriety are pretty embarrassing sometimes. Now, in her defense, and she is my friend. Oh, okay. I apologize. Within, uh, within a certain within a uh, Facebook set one? of uh, characters. Well, she's a friend of I see. What, what happens here on the radio. Uh-huh. And she called me, so she's reached out, so... She's now on the team. Uh-huh. But uh, so she didn't seek this notoriety. It found her, Sheree. So she was there oh, doing her thing right. at the expo mm-hmm. in Florida. Well, she was a bystander. Someone from the New Times down there just happened to film it, and then this thing took on a life of its own. And what we have witnessed is what happens to someone who is caught up in that internet fame. And suddenly it explodes, mm. and it does. And there's perhaps, been a lot of words in this uh, in this interview that I just I was having to muffle my laughter. Oh. So many, so many puns. No, but they're, 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 this is part of life now. So then, what happens? What, is, that is? Sure, okay. of course it well, is. I think she definitely put them on the menu. She did. Yeah. And so then, what you get to see is that somebody who then has this instant fame, and then what happens to them? And now we are on this journey with her, which I realize sounds I'm ridiculous. I'm excited about, no, I, I missed her. I'm glad she's still around. And I realize I sound very sincere, but I'm being quite serious about this. So, John, to me, he's, he's, he's uh, there's gesturing. That you so cannot I know see. he's serious. <laughs> so I want nothing but happiness for Lila. Me too. Lila's and, fantastic. I, I wish her all the good things. And I would not recommend having an anal tattoo. As a tattooed person, please don't tattoo your buttholes. But we will follow Lila as she proceeds. Yes, I hope we hear from her soon. Okay. Next year. Well, Sheree, thank you very much for coming thank down. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And you can find this later through the Lost Coast Outpost. And there I will have a link to the earlier discussion that we had back in August. That was when all this first happened.